Hey guys, what's up? My name is Corey Weatherby. I'm the owner of Weatherbeard Supply Company, a small men's grooming business based out of Ohio. Been in business six years, and I'm excited to talk about this uh, conversation here. Hey everybody, my name is uh, Dan Command. I go by Dan C. Bearded. I have a YouTube channel that talks all about beards for care, grooming, styling, anything really you could need that has to do with facial hair. Hi, my name is Ashton Nunnery. Um, I'm owner of Pop Crew Photo Booth. It's a photo booth uh, rental company out of uh, Missouri, and I'm happy to be here. Republican Anthony Rogers has no previous political experience. Rogers, a comedian, is well known for a podcast called The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey man, this is Tommy Chong, and right now you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol Baskin, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey y'all, this is Kevin from Candlebox, you are listening to the funny man, Anthony Rogers. Hey, my name is Alex Sulkin, writer of TED and Family Guy, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Lucky you. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Um, today we have guests. We're going to talk about um, beards and like, uh, like I guess, like all things beards today. So, I mean, you, obviously you're watching this because it's interesting. And uh, so, <laughs> so uh, are you guys going to explain your beards first? Like, I guess whoever has a beard, like explain your beard first. Like, like I guess, Dan, like how long, how long did it take you to grow that? So this length is probably about two years worth of growth for more, most people. Um, I've had some shape of beard for over 10 years now, so it's not like I had a clean start and go again. But yeah, it's probably about two years worth of growth if, if, I, if I just stop shaving and just let it go. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, for me, I don't have crazy, thick, dense beard genetics. Uh, so for me to go from completely shaven to where I'm at would probably take me about five or six months. Um, yeah, again, I don't have the the Dan Command genetics, but I do work <laughs> with the man, and uh, he he knows a lot about beard care, and so he's been a huge wealth of knowledge to help my company out. So super excited about that. What do you okay. think? Like, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I'm not used to doing this. So <laughs> no, it makes it awesome. No, it's it's awesome. This is your first podcast? Uh, sure. Yeah, actually, that's exciting. That's exciting, you know. <laughs> Same here total noobs it's crazy to think about it's awesome so what do you think draws people to a beard like what do you think i think that um what draws uh people to a beard is just like a more like a masculinity um masculine type manly um you know thing for men i guess they just want to be you know it makes them feel like a man you know like caveman type you know just it's probably true yeah yeah, yeah. um and and for women i think that, that that's something that they're looking for or some women are, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think part of it is that just, yeah, the primal nature of it. I think some guys, it depends. They, they just don't want to shave anymore. That's definitely a crowd <laughs> out there. And then there's a lot that I just love the, the control of the focus. When you meet somebody, when you talk to somebody, if you walk into a gas station, everybody, the first thing they think of is that beard. And so I, I just love that aspect. That's I didn't think about that. And something that, you know, I'm sure that all of us guys with beards have come to find out is that guys are much more apt to comment on your beard being well-kempt or groomed or even just massive like yours, Anthony. They're probably like, whoa, man, that's a beard. Um, but there's just a, like a level of respect there, especially when you take care of it and you groom it. It's kind of the old nod to one another like, hey, I see you, man. I see that beard. 
I don't know reading, what goes into that. I was reading like the history of like the beard and stuff, and, like how like different civilization things like wise and like all these different things, and like it's always drawn people in there. I feel like they've always just been like trying to describe it though. It's weird because like like you see like a bunch of different like definitions of like what it meant in different societies and stuff. Like like Greek and Indian like meant like 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 this person just knew everything. Just like if you didn't cut your hair, you just somehow knew everything. You know, <laughs> like, it's, yeah. it's, like a weird kind of like thought process, like a sign of wisdom. Yeah, it's one of the things he said. Yeah. For sure. And it also shows like commitment, right? They have a lot of studies on that where it shows that uh, maybe a man is more committed and has patience just because of growing a beard and um, trustworthy. So yeah, there's so much that that goes into it. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a subliminal thing everybody's trying to describe or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Subliminal. <laughs> Getting into people's heads with our beards. But yeah, I know Dan <laughs> actually dropped a video uh, about salesmanship and how men with beards actually in like car sales or whatever kind of sales department that they're in they actually get more sales than guys without beards which is just really interesting because of that trust factor uh, that's yeah. kind of like subconsciously there like I don't know there's there's a level of respect that that must be there or something so pretty cool yeah they did that's a few few different studies the main recent one they took Facebook ads and they did it over like Many different genres and niches, um, different races, different lengths of beard, different ages of men. And the ads that had men with facial hair as com uh, compared to completely shaven, the ads did like three times better in almost every category just because the wow. just because of the beards. And again, it wasn't race, it wasn't age, it wasn't color of the beard. It just the beards drew more attention and not only got clicked on more, their conversion rate was higher as well. Wow. That's interesting. Do you think it's the beard of the kind of person that would grow a beard? They're like both or like different variables. What do, you, what do you think it is exactly? Like that's a good question. I don't know. Um, I think uh, well, my dad always had a beard. I mean, my whole life. I wouldn't even recognize him if I did if he didn't have it. Um, and I feel he was just a he was he was always an old guy, you know, whenever I mean he was all it's like having a grandpa your whole life, but he he really he was about that beard and and what I think it was just, he's wise, you know, he was a wise, you know, he kind of, he wanted to, you know, something that distinguished him or something, you know, he, he, he was about that beard. So um, I think it's more like a wise man kind of um, thing, you know, uh, in my opinion. But, yeah, uh, for sure. And as a guy who has grown out his beard, it definitely does become part of your identity. Like, not that Anthony Rogers wouldn't be Anthony Rogers. He would still have the show. But if he shaved off his beard, his whole persona changes. Yeah. Um, people just, Sorry. it's an identity thing. So, like, like again, like what you were saying, you knew him all the way since you were a little bitty. He was just kind of this older guy type of vibe, you know, uh, somebody that you could latch onto and trust. And I know that, like, for, for my nieces and nephews and stuff, uh, especially the little, little ones, you know, I'm like my little niece, She's only about eight months old right now. First time I held her in my arms, she was just like, what is going on here? You know, <laughs> she kind of like latched onto it and grabbed it. Um, but I think that's cool that people can associate you with being the guy with the beard. You know, that's, yeah. uh, it's really cool. Like we were at this big party. Who was that guy? The one with the beard, you know? So yeah, it's just really cool uh, that it can become part of your identity. Um, yeah, that's my two cents on that. No, it's interesting getting out of the right perspective. I never like really realized much of it. Like I'm just lazy, you know what I mean? And, like, all that. <laughs> it's like weird. Like I just noticed that like it's like a mustache or something too. Like, I think like a mustache almost has like a similar kind of thing. Like I mean, if you, if it's not creepy, if it's like an if you if someone had like a ridiculously awesome mustache that's like really long, it'd be the same thing. I think. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. For sure, sure. For sure. One of our, uh, one of our good friends, he owns a company called Detroit grooming company. His name's Mike. And he just grew out a really wicked handlebar mustache shaved his beard down to basically stubble and it's just all stash now so <laughs> that's really cool it's something that my wife has wanted me to do uh she's like grow your stash out and do a beard stash i just think it would look good but i have actually worn the handlebar mustache on occasion like when we do a craft show or something just for that like wow like that guy's like really into his beard he's got a curly mustache and everything where's the top hat you know but, uh, it gets a lot of a lot of questions everybody looks like a civil war general when they do that i feel like like the beards and the mustaches, like just just in time for the Second American Civil War, you know. Oh yeah, there was. So I'm a history teacher by day, and I, I love Civil War beards. Like for example, we know that the the side of your head, right where your head hair goes down, is called sideburns. Well, that came up by a general Burnside who grew out his facial hair and then buzzed everything in the middle, so it just looked like crazy exaggerated sideburns. And he was kind of a knucklehead and would like play pranks at West Point and all this stuff. Um, so yeah, that's why they're called uh, sideburns was after General uh, Burnside. Wow. You, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have like an Elvis without him, I guess. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, it's interesting, man. Like, uh, so where, where do you see this going? Like, as far as like the, like this trend or is it a trend? Is it like something that's around? I don't even know. Like, you know what I mean? Personally, uh, I know Dan can elaborate on this. He, he actually just recently put out a video again. I'm going to throw credit to Dan, probably this this whole chat here, <laughs> because he's covered so much about beards that I can be like, oh, yeah, Dan talked about that. No, that's interesting. Time. Yeah. I think um, the entire YouTube channel, if you're watching this, like, uh, like Dan C. Beard, look at it up. He's got the like, entire like, YouTube channel devoted to this. It's pretty, it's pretty rad content. Like, if you like, just want to binge watch something, like, you know. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Actually forgot the original question there where I was going. I had a video idea that he had he had mentioned, but Dan, you could That's take funny. it if you remember the context, yeah. and I'll so probably build just, off of it. Yeah, and, and I get this question a lot, and just asking like, is what we see with facial hair right now is this a trend? Is it on the upward swing? And it's so it's man, I, I love this stuff because facial hair has been around since the beginning of time. Uh, one of the biggest things that I hear is from people will say like. Oh, look at these like pansy boys out here putting oil and combing their beards and stuff. And and the uh, the Vikings would be crying tears of piss right now if they realized what they're doing. But if you go back in the history, the Vikings took immaculate care of their beards. They used oil, they used combs, tweezers. They were even buried with their combs and their their beard supplies, which was super interesting. And then they've maintained beards throughout time. But there was a huge push after World War One. Uh, by this guy named King C. Gillette, and he was the guy who invented the safety razor. He actually sent it out to all the troops, and all the troops came home, and it was, like, celebrated to be shaven, and this was, like, the mark of, like, a man. And then they really pushed, like, the advertisements. And so for a long time, uh, it was just kind of seen as being, like, an American, being a man to shave your beard, or otherwise you're just lazy. And then it's really changed in about the last right about, since about 2013 we've seen this like boom of beards and uh even the last couple of years with covid and mask and everything guys have been able to kind of grow it because they've been working at home or they've been able to hide it under a beard so i think it's it's on an upswing and i think it's coming back to just being normal and being more accepted i don't think people see beards as much anymore and think like oh you're dirty, you're unprofessional. I think they think like, oh, cool beard. And especially like Corey said, especially if it's, I like the word purposeful. If you can tell like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that guy's definitely growing his beard out. It just has become more and more accepted. 
Uh, this is my 12th year teaching, and I teach in public schools in Michigan, and I've never had any problems, never had anybody like, hey, you should shave or anything like that. So I, I think it's here to stay. I think we are finally getting rid of the old stereotypes and stigmas of uh, beards are dirty and all this and, and that. And, and so, yeah, I think it's here to stay. Yeah, I've, thank you. That brought my mind back on topic. So, you know, shaving would technically be the trend uh, since beards have been around much longer uh, historically than, than shaving utensils. Um, and I think that, like Dan was saying, I don't think that it's going anywhere. I think that because there is a men's grooming industry now that is geared towards beard care uh, and making it a, a masculine option, you know, it's like when you go to the uh, beauty and cosmetics aisle in a store, you have like three aisles for women and you have like a five foot shelf for guys. And there's like, you know, just a little choices there. But now uh, beard care is becoming normalized, even though it's been something that's been going on for ages. Um, it's just kind of being brought to the mainstream where people are talking about it. There's buzz around it. Um, so I think that if anything, it's going to create more curiosity for, like you said, those guys who may not have ever had the confidence to grow a beard, um, being able to have a way to maintain it, keep it nice, um, and, and something that their wives will begin to enjoy as well. So yeah, I, I don't think that uh, it's a trend at all. I think it's quite the opposite. You know, shaving was actually the trendy thing. So Solution makes sense. You guys hit on like twenty thousand points. Like, like this, <laughs> but it was, it was good though. No, it's um, it's a lot of information. Like, uh, it's it's funny you mentioned like the job thing too. It's like I think if you have like a beard that's like barely grown out, they're like go home and shave. But if you have like a full one, those like like yeah yeah like stick around. You know, like it is it is that is a weird dynamic. I think. Yeah, yeah. I have it's... a lawyer buddy who just got a judge called him up to the stand and said, "Hey, I saw your interview on TV this weekend. You were looking scruffy." And that was the judge's comment to the lawyer. And it's kind of like you're saying, Anthony, it was because he had just gone past shaving, where if he had a beard like Corey's, like a little bit more medium, really well kept, they probably wouldn't have said you're looking scruffy. So that is that is super interesting. You get like a little threshold of like, eh, and then it's like accepted after that. Yeah. So there's a, a spot between like stubble and a medium length beard that we in the beard world, uh, as far as grooming, call the awkward phase. Um, and it's kind of when your hair doesn't really know what to do. It doesn't have a certain direction it's growing. You might have some dips and waves. And then there are tools out there like heated brushes and so forth to kind of get a more groomed look for you. But, you know, that's that's the phase that most guys will shave at. If they get past the itchy, stubbly phase, uh, they'll get to that phase where they're like in the mirror, micro analyzing every imperfect hair and the way that it lays. Um, and just for anybody watching, if you do grow a beard, Dan had a great rule of thumb that you would always want to do any trimming or work an arm's length from the mirror because there's nobody in person that's going to be standing right up on your face uh, looking at every hair. Uh, so do it at a reasonable distance. Don't get too technical on it. But that awkward phase is kind of in between like a stubble beard and a medium like groomed beard. Um, and a lot of guys will shave because of that. And that's usually when they start getting picked on, Hey, did you forget your razor? You know, Hey, you know, you're looking kind of scruffy, looking kind of unkempt. So yeah, there's definitely that aspect of it too. Yeah. Um, I think it's really important to, to, um, you know, groom it and make sure that it, that it looks good and all, because, um, just, um, just from my experience and seeing, uh, again, my father, uh, deal, you know, deal with people and in, in life um it could have a negative effect on uh things like uh when you go to court like 
like Dan said um, uh, about his friend and, um, and things like that. Some people, you know, just, you know, if you're in that awkward phase, uh, it's just all over the place. Um, so I think that's really important. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the same like haircuts too. Like when I was growing my hair like longer, like I looked like an Amish person for like like four or five months, like that, <laughs> like with like a weird haircut. Like I feel like when you're growing, it, I think it's the same as like hair and beard. And that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, for that. sure. For sure. What are some like uh, what Dan? What are you like? If someone's like uh, you had a lot of content, like what is what is some like uh, like like they just it does the best I guess in the beard industry. Like when people just want to know like what is uh, it's hard to question ask you now that's all information. You know what I'm saying? But like, no, what no, is, I get what you're saying. Yeah, what, what is like the what is the go to? I guess like, like yeah, if, you're, so the, if you're like check out my channel blah, you know like what is the go to subject right. that people care about? So I I make three videos a week. And that's so, what I mean. And yeah, I've it's hard. Done to... this for three and a half years now, so it's it's <laughs> ridiculous. It's over nine hundred something videos on beards, and I'm just getting started. So yeah, it's it's vast, but. The most popular videos are always the demonstration videos, right? I go into like history and science and all this like nerd stuff that I really enjoy and a very small niche enjoys, but the mass market, the big videos are literally my biggest video is me showing how in the morning I get my beard ready, how I put in oil, how I comb it, how I use heat. Um, another one would be how I trim my beard. Those are the biggest videos. They just want to see hey, I, how do I trim a beard? My video pops up, they watch it, then they try themselves or, hey, what's this beard oil? So one of the, one of the, I think the next biggest video, my second is I go through the beard products and then what order to use them. Just simply something like that. Somebody gets a gift for Christmas, beard oil, beard balm, beard butter. And they're like, what do I do with these? How do I do it? When do I do it? And so Good I just point. make it real clear cut, this, this, and then this. So yeah, those would be the most popular videos. What's some like yeah. crazy history you got? Like, uh, like as far as like, uh, it's like you're a, like a historian too. I mean, like what, what's like some crazy history stuff that people just be like, what the fuck, you know? Like, yeah. So I, I do a fun, my probably my most taxing and exhausting part of the year is I do this series called 12 Days of Beards Mess leading up to Christmas. And I cover a beard of the day for 12 days in a row. And so this, ju this just ended year four. So I've covered presidents, I've covered Vikings. Uh, I did Ragnar Lothbrook this year, which was really cool because the show was decently accurate, covered him pretty well. Uh, but there was other ones like a guy I uh, went to jail because he wouldn't shave his beard and uh, got essentially in, into a fight. And they said that his his uh, he got assaulted, but because it was his beard, he was he he was in the fall and all this crazy stuff. So there's there's some absolutely wild stories out there. My buddy that I just talked about, that's a lawyer. I had him on before and I was like, what are the craziest court cases in history? And he had some wild court cases. Uh, for example, if you commit a crime and I have my beard and I go on the run and I shave my beard off, there's an additional charge that comes with that because I'm trying to change my appearance uh, and, and try to get away and evade law enforcement. Wasn't there like a beard tax at some point? Yeah. Too, yeah, we did have a beard tax in history. If you wanted to keep a beard, you had to pay a, pay a certain tax. Uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many of them. Uh, other things that are interesting, we talk about beard products. Uh, a really popular product right now is ostrich oil or emu oil. And this has gone back uh, tens of thousands of years. People of the Aborigines in Australia using ostrich oil. And uh, the thing that kind of most of the oils, right, that Weatherbeard uses and, and other companies are from plant-based. They just kind of press the plant and get the oil out. Ostrich oil is taking the fat of the ostrich, rendering it down, and then just using that like liquefied fat. And so that's actually the oldest oil that's ever been used. And people like really kind of freak out and go crazy over that. Yeah, oh, that's crazy, that is, 
pretty wild. I just learned something new about ostrich oil too. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Rendered down fat. And uh, again, we can, we can trace that back tens of thousands of years. And then kind of on the flip side in the U S the beard market is a teeny tiny baby. The first company in the United States of America to be a beard company was in 2011. That's how That's young this, this market is. And wow. then in 2013, we saw a, a big boom with companies like Honest Amish, which is uh, probably the most popular, most widespread quality products and uh, Detroit Grim and stuff. But yeah, 2011 is the first beard company in America. So we're just scratching the surface, just seeing this market begin. Yeah, for sure. And actually, when I first started making beard products for myself as a hobby, uh, I was introduced to the show Shark Tank, which at the time I, I didn't even have a TV. Somebody said, hey, go on YouTube, watch this episode. There was a beard company on there called Beard Brand. Uh, Eric Banholtz, the owner and um, one of the largest beard companies in the world at the moment. Um, and they put out tons of really cool content on YouTube just about style, men's grooming, men's health, just being the best version of yourself. But after seeing that uh, episode and hearing you know, how sales were, that's actually when my hobby kind of, I had a, a, like a key turned in my brain. I'm like, wow, like I could actually probably make this a business if there's that much of a demand. And just to hear the sales that he was doing, I was like, wow, there's, there's a demand here for this stuff. And it's a lot bigger than what I would think, you know, just, oh yeah, I have an itchy beard. I'll put some oil on it. But you know, it, that's, that's what our, our generation's all about is like, how do I, how do I solve a problem here? You know? Um, and that's what YouTube and all these quick searches, like, how can I, fix blah, 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 blah. And, and we always get our answers, you know? So that's actually how I started making beard oil. I was growing a beard during no shave November and uh, I had the itch that was there. So I just Googled like, how do I fix an itchy beard? And there was like a DIY, how to make your own beard oil recipe on there that I, I went to my local health food store, uh, started making it for myself and experimented with a couple different blends and came up with something that worked. And after seeing that episode of Beard Brand um, kind of inspired me to take my, my shop to like Etsy, design a label, think of like scent blends and stuff like that. So there was definitely a demand. Uh, as I started making it, I was only starting with the oils and then people would be like, hey, do you have a balm in that scent? And I'm like, what? what's a balm? You know, I, had, I didn't even have a clue. That's how ignorant that all of it was back in 2015 to me. Um, and then we find out about butters and washes and waxes and mustache wax. So it's, it's pretty, pretty crazy, all encompassing uh, for, for what you can get into with your beard. Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give a shout out to the ladies out there. A lot of the stuff that we do in the beard niche, beard industry, beard game is women have been doing for generations. We'll go over stuff. There are some differences. The, the best way I like to explain the difference is if you have a beard, right, Anthony, if you go a week without showering, your head hair is going to be a greasy mess. He's like, oh, yeah, that's normal. That's funny. Your head hair is going to be a greasy mess and your beard is going to be a dry bird's nest. It's very, very different with the level. It's called sebum oil. We have sebaceous glands all over our body. It's the it's what grease is, what oil is. And so our beard is different. It, it's thicker hairs, coarser hairs, but a lot of the strategies are the same. For example, if you want your beard to grow faster. It's not going to fill in gaps. It's not going to create new hairs, but if you want your beard to grow faster, you take biotin. 
B7, um, aka hair and nails vitamins that yeah. women have been taking forever. But guys, we don't know those stuff because we don't usually pay attention to our wives with that kind of stuff. And so when I drop sure. the news, it's like, oh, amazing. Guys like, this is so cool. And then they go home and, like, and their wife's like, uh, yeah, my grandma had been using that for 100 years now. So welcome, welcome to the show. So yeah, shout out to Ash and the ladies out there. Like, if you dive in my channel, you're probably like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we know this, of course. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I actually recently just started taking the biotin supplements. Uh, I got a beard lineup at the beginning of this year from my barber and I do my own head shaves. So as I've been taking this 10,000 microgram um, of biotin every day, my nails are growing out faster. I know that like I have to do head shaves every single day now where it used to be like every two to three days. So there is definitely a huge difference with that. Um, and like Dan was saying, the hair on our face and the hair on our head, just the skin, your scalp, your facial skin, totally different area. Uh, the coarseness of your beard to the fineness of head hair is, is completely different. Um, and that for most people watching to get this far into the episode, that's kind of the whole reason the market for beard care is even there uh, is because your face is not able to produce the amount of sebum oil that your beard needs to feel uh, healthy, soft and groomed. So it's going to basically pull from there. It's not going to have enough resource. And so it's going to get dried out. It's going to start getting split ends. It's going to start uh, frizzing out. And uh, you're not going to look groomed per se as if you're looking for that well-kempt look. So having an oil is going to nourish your skin, which is at the root of the, the problem there. Uh, down to the skin, you're going to give your skin your nutrients that you need to grow a healthier, stronger beard. Uh, by applying other products to keep the nourishment locked in throughout the day, you can maintain like a styled look or more of a natural look uh, just based on the product type that you're using. Well, I feel like we could go through like hours of this, but uh, I'm going to keep this like kind of short for like listeners and stuff. So you guys will throw out like links and stuff. Otherwise, I mean, I, this is interesting. I feel like we may have to do a part two or something. There's uh, just not enough information really. <laughs> I give me like there's like in that in time, that time allows. So if you guys want to throw out sure. links or whatever to like whatever people could follow or whatever, like uh yeah, so sure. I'm uh, Dan C. Bearded on all platforms. YouTube is my my base, but I have an Instagram. I've got uh, a lot of other stuff, pretty active on Instagram, but uh, Dan C. Bearded on YouTube. And I am Weatherbeard Supply, um, weatherbeardsupply.com. You can find us at weatherbeard underscore supply on Instagram or just simply weatherbeard on Facebook. Um, I'm Ashton Unnery, and um, you can find my Facebook at Pop Crew Photo Booth, and um, I'm happy to be there. Thanks. <laughs>